we give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. God be the Lord. you know their story. Amen. You can understand why they give him glory. Amen. To God be the glory. Grace be unto you and peace from our Lord Jesus the Christ. Amen. Again, we say it's good to be here. Amen. Amen. So good to see some of our returning members who haven't been with us for a while. Amen. I don't want to call names, but it's good to look on that back pew back there. Peanut, it's good to see you, man. Amen. Amen. Good to see others who have come on our anniversary. Amen. Church anniversary. We thank God. We thank God. Amen. Down through the years, as Ruth the Stern has shared with us, God been good to us. Amen. To, to be where we are. She said, Brother Fleming gave us the land through the will of God. Amen. And ever since God has been given, and given and given unto each and every one of us. Come on to my he's been good. You see, when the anniversary is over, you still got to trust God and, 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 and depend on him. Amen. Amen. But we're glad that we can come to the house of praise where we know he dwelleth. Amen. I say we know he dwelleth in this house. Amen. We thank all of our ministers. Amen. Reverend Patterson, Reverend Pearson, in the pulpit. Amen. And I thank my sweetheart, Thamma, for my backup. Amen. She knows I catch her at the last minute, so we always trying to make eye contact with each other. Amen. Amen. But she's always on post, and she never says no. Amen. Amen. So I'll catch some of you. Amen. Off guard. Amen. And so we can certainly be on post ready for the Lord. Amen. This is the day the Lord has made. We all ought to rejoice and be glad in it. Are you happy in the Lord? Oh, come on, somebody. Are you happy in the Lord? Then your face ought to show it. Amen. 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 Even in the worst, God is still able. Amen. Amen. Not to beg your patience. Amen. Um, I don't know why I was led back to this particular scripture. I know I just recently preached it, amen, but uh, after the meeting we had, amen, I quoted the scripture and then I got home and said, okay, Lord, what's next? And he gave me this, amen. I said, what's next? And he gave me this, amen. Now, it may not appear or, or apply to you, but God makes no mistake, amen. This word will not come back void. Amen. And so in the midst of this, even if it doesn't apply to you, he says, let everything that has breath. Amen. you got to give him some praises. Amen. Amen. You won't leave this life without scars. Amen. But uh, he's told us I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I, I'd rather leave with scars, but at least I'll be with the Lord. <laughs> come on, somebody. <laughs> Amen, amen. I may be messed up on this side, but on the other side, he's going to make everything. All right, he said, now unto him that is able to keep you and to present you faultless. Amen. I got some flaws now, 
Come on, somebody. But on the other side, come on. He's going to present me faultless before the presence of his God. Amen. Our Father. Amen. Amen. Uh, Proverbs chapter 3. We look at two verses. Now, I, I may have to do part two. Amen. Next week. Uh, so I'll give you the short version this week. Amen. Amen. That way you all can get to the kitchen. The chicken. Amen. Amen. And since they don't yell the football game. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 3. If you just put your hand there for a moment so we can go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, God, our Father, again, we come before thee as humble as we know how, trusting and dependent on you to give us the desires of our hearts, to make all of our cricket play straight, to touch, heal, and deliver us and set us free from whatever the devil has put on us. We ask, O oh Lord, through your holy preached word that you will anoint us through your Holy Spirit that we can praise you, honor you, and magnify you because you so rightfully deserve this. Somebody right now, Father, is going through something and they need this word, O oh Lord, to help them get through what they're going through. So, Father, use me only as a vessel, but let that anointing come upon them and let them know that all is well because thou art working things out for their good. We ask in the mighty and marvelous name of Jesus the Christ that we say that it's good to be here. Amen. 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 The word of God says, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. He said, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, lean not to thy own understanding, in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct that path. You don't mind looking at your neighbor, amen. Just look at him, amen. Doesn't he or she look good in Jesus? Go ahead, go ahead, amen, amen, amen. For a moment, we're gonna tag the subject. Tell your neighbor's neighbor. Despite how things look, keep trusting God, amen. Praise God. Despite how things look, it says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Amen. Lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Despite how things look, keep trusting God. Now, that needs to simmer on the minds of somebody. Come on, somebody. Because you know your situation. Come on, somebody. You know how you have put your hands on it, and every time you put your hands on it, it's messed up. Amen. But the message for you and the devil is, come on, somebody, trust in the Lord. Hey, come on, somebody. Amen. And with all your heart. Amen. The message is, despite how things look, come on, trust God anyways. Without offending anyone, for a moment, goodwill. Can I be brutally honest with you? When life deals you a bad hand, trusting God becomes really hard. Come on, somebody. For so many born-again Christians who are redeemed from the world, many of you lose your faith in the Lord. And by way of doubt, you start running all sorts of what-ifs in your mind. 
So many folks give way to the enemy who plays mind games on you, whereby the devil will psychologically cause you to go through and have scenarios and calculations in your head of what if? What if I can't pay the bills? What if my kids don't follow the Lord? What if these symptoms of sickness in my body don't go away? What if I have to deal with this factual relationship for the rest of my life? What if daddy, what if brother, what if sister, uncle so-and-so dies tomorrow? And so goodwill, you get to the point instead of trusting God who has promised to be faithful to you, instead you allow what seems to be overwhelming and, and deceitful by the devil to cause you to trust in your own ability just to navigate through the circumstances you're facing which in return causes you to end up at a dead road in life, whereby you just become discouraged, you become anxious, overburdened, and faithless in the Lord. And so not to sound so pessimistic on this anniversary, but there are times for so many of us, it's fairly easy to trust God's love, to rejoice in his salvation, and to sing because he's been good to us. You see, for some of us, there are times in our lives when we were overwhelmed by God's blessings. Times when we could barely or hardly believe how good God has been to us. Yet, if the truth be told, there are other times, aren't there? Times when life is hard. Times when sorrow fills our hearts. Times when we wonder if God is even there us and so goodwill in times of suffering and struggle you you will or will you still trust in God's love can we rejoice the more when struggles come our way can we sing with gladness to him when problems come knocking perhaps you in God's waiting room right now you don't understand the situation that have brought you here it doesn't seem fair. You, you're wondering if God loves you or hates you. You're not sure when you're going to get out of this waiting room. It's an unpleasant and unhappy place because from how you see things, you want this, what you're going through to be over and done with now. And so if we're ever going to keep trusting God despite how things look, then the first thing we can consider from the text if we're going to keep trusting God is we see things in the natural, but God sees things in the spiritual. I need some help in here. I got about two more pages. Amen. The reason why we need to keep trusting God is we see things in the natural. Talk to me, somebody. But David, God sees things in the spiritual goodwill in order to deal with and get beyond what you're going through in life all of us are charged to obey the, that scripture says in Proverbs 3 5 trust in the Lord with all holler back at me y'all just talk to me we'll, we'll get happy and do that with your heart and lean not to your own understanding because in the natural we see, see things from our own understanding but in the spiritual God sees things differently. That's why the word of God says in Isaiah chapter 58, 55, verse 8 and 9, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher 
come on somebody, than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Goodwill, despite what you are up against in life, good or bad, whatever the devil has unleashed on you, despite the doctor prognosis report or the prognosis of your condition, now is not the time to just lay down and resign yourself to defeat and say it's all over for me because despite how things look, you must trust God with all of your heart. Not in the natural, but in the spiritual. Because the word of God tells us in John 4, 24, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Yes, life has its ups and downs. And things for some of us can be overwhelming. For so many of us, going through a very difficult situation is never easy. No doubt, many of us are going through a storm now. But can you trust God in the spiritual? God never, let me say this right here. Can you trust him in the spiritual? Why? Because God never gives you more than you can bear. He gives more grace, which is why Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. If you're going through something, I want you to know this. God is saying in the spiritual, my grace is, come on somebody, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in your weaknesses. Is there anybody in here going through something? Come on, somebody. In the, in the physical, but in the spiritual, if you trust God, God say, my, 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 my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Most gladly, therefore, would I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Know this. Everything God allows you go through has a reason and a purpose because he does nothing without wisdom I got another two more pages okay I'm gonna make this real simple okay so I can pick up part two next week okay but I need you to understand this right here even so in those lonely hours his tender voices encourages you by saying to us lo I'm with you even until the end. And with his wings, he carries you. So despite what you're going through, don't let the devil fool you. You can overcome it because with God, all things are possible. Why? Because there's nothing too hard for God. Not even the biggest problems you're facing today. God can speak a word in your situation and say, peace, be still. And it can change. So, so, so never move by what you see. Because God is always working behind the scene. While you're trying to figure it out. Come on, somebody. Why, while you're trying to figure out how you're going to overcome this sickness. While you're trying to figure out how you're going to get through what you're going through. While you're trying to figure out if, if that report, when you go back to the doctor, are things are going to change. While you're trying to figure out, I want you to know that if you trust God, hold your heart, God will. Come on, somebody. God is going to work things out.
for your good. And so good will never let the size of the storm intimidate your faith. But by the word of God and faith, face it and conquer it. Why? Because the word of God tells in Romans 8 and 37, nay, in all these things, we're more than conqueror through him that loves us. Come on, somebody. I know somebody is going through something. And I ain't trying to prey on nobody's hurts, nobody's pain. But we got to call the devil out. We got to let that joker know. Yes, you may have the best of me now. You may have my health tied up and tangled up. You may have me crying all night. You may have me walking the floor all night. You may have my children worry that I'm going to make it the next day. But I want you to know, devil, that I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Why? Because he loves me and I'm his child. And as long as I'm his child and I keep my hands in his unchanging hands, nothing, no weapon formed against me. So if you don't mind, look at the person next to you because that person may, may be going through something and, and tell him, neighbor, despite how things look, you keep trusting God because you are more than a conqueror. Come on, somebody. You are more than a conqueror. I need somebody to speak life over somebody in here. I need somebody to declare and decree life on somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. For a moment. For a moment, for a moment, I, I just need some help. For everybody dead sinner in front of me, I need you to just stand up for me for a moment. Everybody dead sinner, because somebody behind me is going through something. You don't mind declaring and decree, telling somebody in front of you, you're more. You're more than a conqueror. Now, I need this side over here to talk to this side over here, because this side, somebody over here is going through something. They don't know how they're making it, but tell them, you are more than a conqueror. Now, I need you over here to tell somebody right here, trust God, because you are more than a conqueror. Now, everybody in here, can we declare the decree that I'm going to trust God no matter what? It may look bad. It may seem bad. But with God on my side, I'm more. I'm more. I'm more. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm more than a conqueror. See, sometimes we got to get off the soft part of our spine because we know people are going through things and you ain't got to spread their business but you got to speak life into somebody's life and tell them that you trust God no matter what because you are more than a conqueror. You are more than a conqueror. You see, goodwill, God has given you the, the power to do three things and it shall be established. Goodwill, despite how things look, you have the authority and the power to call those things which be not. Holler back at me. To call those things which be not as though they were. Every mountain in your life can be removed. And it takes you to command it by faith to move. God has given you, every, has given everyone a measure of faith. And he expects us to use it as you grow in more things of God, you should have your faith. You see, spiritually, maturity isn't defined by how knowledgeable one may be in the Bible, but it's defined by one's life and their faith. To trust God 
even when things are falling apart. I'm going to go home on this last one. And so the second reason why we must trust God is we trust God because God is good even when life is bad. Come on, somebody. God is good. Well, God is still good even when life is bad. Oh, I think I need to say it again. When the devil parks and pull up on his bicycle, his motorcycle, or roll up in your yard and turn the engine off. Come on, somebody. At your Dale's doorstep. I want you to know that God is still good. Come on, somebody. Even when life gets real bad. And we see this in the man named Job. Job in chapter 13, verse 5, David says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I need some help in him. Job, in the midst of being blessed, things out of nowhere went south on him. Physically, things went bad. Like all of us in the midst of being faithful to God while serving God, the devil started acting up and cutting up on him. He lost his churn. He lost his servants. He lost his livestock. He lost his wealth. His friends blamed him for what he was going through. His wife, come on somebody, holler back at me. His wife, to death do us part. His wife, the one who he lays next to day in and day out. His wife, the one whom he holds his hand and gets on his knees and praise to his wife told him why don't you cuss God and die come on somebody but I stopped by here to tell you Job didn't look at what his wife said he didn't study by come on somebody what he lost yes his heart became heavy because of the loss of his children his heart became heavy when he looked at his hands and there was a sickness on him. When he looked at his body and there was boils on him. When he, when he looked at what was going on in his life and he realized that the doctor report had counted him out. Come on, somebody. But Job, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Stripped himself of what he was going to. Job, come on, somebody. Said, thus he said, though he slayed me, physically it looked bad. Come on, somebody. But then spiritually, come on, some summertime, we got to take off these specks of glasses that clouds our view of how things really are. He says, though he slay me, but then spiritually, come on, somebody, he wiped his eyes. He looked up and said, I know my Redeemer lives. Come on, somebody. I know my Redeemer lives. I wish I had somebody in here who may be going through something. If you don't mind for a moment, I need you to dry your tears. Cry your last cry. And like Brother Job, with all the problems in hell you're going through, like Brother Job, sometimes you got to look up and say, I know. I know my Redeemer lives. And since he lives, I can face tomorrow. Since he lives. Come on, somebody. Oh, I, since he lives, I can face tomorrow. Job said, I know.
know he lives. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Is there anybody who's going through something? Can you give God a hand clap of praise and say, I'm going to still trust him. Because you're good even when bad things come. God, I know the word of God said, I will never leave you. Nor forsake you. You're not alone in what you're going through. But God is right there with you. You're not alone in what you're going through. God is going to bring you out. You're not alone in what you're going through. Because God will make sure that your crooked place becomes straight. You're not alone in what you're going through. Because he's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a mountain mover. He's a way maker. I wish I had somebody in here who doesn't mind giving God some praises. Who say yes, it's bad now. But God is still good. He woke me up this morning. He's still good. Put clothes on my back. Still good. Food on my table. Still good. I got health. Although I may be aching here, I'm still able to praise him. I'm still able to bless him. Shucks. I need a praise and prayer church in here. To give God some glory. Despite how things look, I'm going to keep trusting him. I'm going to keep my hands in God's unchanging hand because I know my Redeemer lives despite how it looks. See, he didn't bring us some 100 plus years. Come on, somebody. On our own. But goodwill, there are times when you came to this church. I'm talking about the physical church to the physical people. You came messed up, crying to the Lord. But then down through the years, God heard you cry. And he never withheld anything back good from you. And he blessed you. That's why you're able to say, come on somebody, that's why you're able to say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. God's been good to mama. God's been good to daddy. And now that mama is gone and daddy's gone, God is still good to me and my family. Good still to me and my children. I got a job. I got a house. Now come on somebody. You ought to be able to give God some praises because despite how things look, I'm going to still keep trusting God. I'm going to still keep trusting him. I'm going to still because the first verse in Proverbs said, my son, forget not. Come on, somebody. Come on. He says, what? Forget not my what? My law. He said, take them and bind them. See, see, uh, the, 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 the neck is closer to the heart. If you take the word of God and, and bind it. Come on, somebody. Didn't you read that scripture? What, sister, uh, did you put in that scripture? Did you not read that? He said, if you love me and my father, I would abode with you. I wish I had somebody here who loves the Lord because God said, I will abode with you. I will be with you. And I'm going to keep trusting him. It doesn't always look good, but I'm going to keep trusting him. Come on, somebody. Things won't always be a smooth sailing, but I'm going to keep trusting them. Some of us are going through a daring experience. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. You look at the Bahamas. You, you, your, your life may look like that, but I want you to know that God will, come on, somebody. God will bring you from a messed up situation and put you in a blessed up position. He'll take you from destruction to restoration. I wish I had somebody in here who realized that God is going to take you from destruction to restoration. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. 
it's going to get better. I'm declaring and decreeing it's going to get better. Somebody in here is going through something. It's going to be healed despite. I need some praises in here. Despite, come on to my, despite what you're going through, despite the prognosis, despite what the devil's saying, despite that. Why? Because the prayers of the righteous avail of much. And if you pray for that somebody, that person, God will hear your prayer. And withhold no good things for the person who needs you. Come on, somebody, to step in. Come on, somebody. Because somebody in here needs somebody to step in for them. Come on, somebody. Through a word of prayer. Because they're having a tough time trusting God. Because things don't always look good for some of us. I ain't talking about nobody, but I'm talking about what I'm talking about. Because I know how that joker can get in my life. Come on, somebody. I know how he can get in my life and try and mess things up in my life. Come on, somebody. But he can get in my life and mess things up all he wants. But the songwriter said, I got my sword. I got my sword in my hand. And I'm ready for war. When I don't know what to do, I can turn to his word. Where he said, my son, forget not my law. Come on, somebody. I can turn to the word of God and trust the word of God and depend on the word of God. And things will get better. Can we need to play an increase for somebody in here? That healing is coming. I wish I had some help in here. Healing is coming. Restoration is coming. Job got double for his trouble. Job got more than he started with for his trouble. And I'm going to say this right here. What you're going through is not your destiny. But the devil's messing up for putting you through what you're going through. Because when you come out, your destiny will be our praise. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises should be in my mouth because God is going to bring me out and because he's going to bring mama out I'm going to praise God for what he did for mama. He's going to bring daddy out because when he praised God. I'm through here. What you're going through is not your destiny. So you keep trusting God despite how things look. I wish I had a song. Brother I learned I how right to leave and depend on Jesus. He's my friend. 